0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English-language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, June the 9th, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The IDF chief of staff, Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi, today defended the military's decision to impose strict censorship on the death of an intelligence officer in a military prison where he was being held after being charged with grave national security offenses. Kochavi said that this was necessary to protect both the country and the officer's privacy. In remarks during a special forum in memory of the late IDF chief of staff, Amnon Lipkin-Shachak, Kochavi said that the officer had nearly caused damage to a state secret, but the damage was prevented at the last minute. He was my soldier. He was our soldier. The officer committed the most serious crimes, Kochavi said. He committed them knowingly, intentionally, for reasons I cannot describe. I'm very sorry about this. Though the military has lifted portions of the gag order regarding the case, many details can still not be published, including the nature of the alleged offenses, as well as the officer's identity, despite wide sharing online. Earlier this week, the military said that the officer had worked alone and had not acted on behalf of a foreign government or financial gain or out of ideology, but out of unspecified personal motivations. The officer, who served in a tech unit in intelligence, was arrested in September, and prosecutors and defense were engaged in a mediation process. Last month, the officer was found in serious condition in his cell and taken to hospital, where he was pronounced dead. IDF Chief Kohavi stressed that this case was unlike that of Prisoner X, a security prisoner who died in custody and whose identity was even withheld from jail authorities. Kojavi said the intelligence officer was held under his full name from the moment he was arrested. He was in contact with his family and other people around the prison. All that we did was preserve his privacy and the privacy of his family out of a desire to be fair. He was an outstanding soldier, and I am sorry for this incident, Kojavi said. He should not have died in prison, and this requires a thorough and comprehensive review. The family of the officer said they respect the chief of staff, but the IDF failed in its primary mission to preserve life in a guarded and supervised military facility. A Syrian rights group says that at least 11 people were killed in a strike in Syria overnight that Damascus blamed on Israel. There was no other confirmation of the report from the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights, a Britain-based opposition group. A con reporter says among the sites reported to be hit was a Hezbollah weapons storehouse in Homs. Official Syrian state media reported that the strikes targeted parts of central and southern areas and that they left only material damage. A Syrian military source said air defenses intercepted some of the missiles. Satellite images taken last year appeared to show concealment activity at an Iranian facility previously identified as a site where Tehran was accused of manufacturing a key component for its nuclear program. The images taken by Maxar Technologies showed trucks and earthworks taking place at Sanjaryan, a small town outside of Tehran. The images, first reported by Fox News, showed 18 vehicles at the site on October 15, 2020, as well as excavations and more vehicles in January. The Knesset Arrangements Committee has approved the date and agenda for the special plenum session to hold a confidence vote and swearing-in of the Bennett-Lapide government, 4 p.m., this coming Sunday. A con reporter says that during today's committee deliberations, Knesset members from the Likud and Shas parties, which are headed for the opposition, denounced the emerging coalition and assailed the right-wing Yamina and New Hope parties that are joining it, accusing them of stealing the votes of their supporters. The Security Cabinet last night approved the holding of the Jerusalem flag march this coming Tuesday, June 15th, in a format to be agreed upon by the police and organizers. Earlier this week, police refused to authorize the march planned for this Thursday through the Muslim Quarter of Jerusalem amid security concerns. Prime Minister Netanyahu subsequently instructed the police commissioner to present alternate plans, and the Attorney General stressed that any change of the police professional assess- assessment would be political and required the discussion in the broader forum of the Security Cabinet. Firefighting teams are currently battling a large fire that has broken out in the Jerusalem Corridor region near Nevei Ilan, the flames are said to be approaching buildings near Yad Hashmona and Abu Ghosh, though no evacuations had been ordered at this hour. Ten firefighting teams, assisted by four aircraft, are battling the blaze, which is not yet under control. Additional teams are on their way. And in Yavne, archaeologists discovered an extremely rare, almost fully intact 1,000-year-old chicken egg during recent salvage excavations. The Israel Antiquities Authority said the fragile ancient chicken egg was perfectly preserved a millennium ago by being initially pillowed in soft human waste inside the cesspit. Archaeologists said the egg had a small crack in the bottom, so most of the contents had leaked out of it. Only some of the yolk remained, which was preserved for future DNA analysis. Alongside the egg, three typical Islamic period bone dolls used as playthings were also discovered. The weather outlook warmer, becoming hot for the time of year in the hills and inland. Tomorrow, cooler, but still unseasonably hot in the hills and inland. Friday will be cooler before turning warmer on Saturday. The maximum temperatures in the main centers Jerusalem 30, Tel Aviv 28, Haifa 27, Beersheba 35, and in a lot going up to 38 degrees Celsius.